Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Bismillah walhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi Wa man wala Amma ba'd All praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Peace and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam His family, his friends And upon all those who try to emulate him Until the end of time Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban Bikum Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He informs us in the Quran And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءُ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ That indeed we have sent down the Quran As a healing and a mercy for the believers But it only increases the wrongdoers in loss so this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Qur'an, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions to us, is indeed a healing and a mercy for the believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also describes the book, the Qur'an, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ هُوَ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا هُدًا وَشِفَاءٌ That it is a guide. So this Qur'an... It is a guide to the whole of mankind. And also this Qur'an, it is a healing to the believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He also explains with regards to the Qur'an. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is وَشِفَاءٌ لِمَا فِي الصُّدُورِ That it is a cure. The book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is a cure for what is in the hearts. And sometimes we find, and especially in the times that we are living in today, that we find that many people, they are suffering. They are suffering from various illnesses, whether it's physical illnesses, or whether it has something to do with one's heart, with one's personality. So for example, many people, they go through depression. Many people, they suffer from anxiety. And this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is a cure for that, yani lima fi sudur, for that which is, or what is in the hearts. And this is why it is important for us to reconnect back to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he also informs us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says inna hadha al-Qur'an yahdi lillati hiya aqwa that indeed and surely this book the Qur'an it guides to what is most upright and it gives good news to the believers and sometimes we as an ummah we have forgotten the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And sometimes we as an ummah, we search for other things besides the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So something goes wrong in my life, and then I'm running here, and I'm running there. But we forget to turn back to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, and know that the significance is elevated. The significance of the believers 
They are elevated <coughs> and their status is exalted when a verse from the Quran becomes a great verse and a grand verse. Surpassing all other Quranic verses and this particular verse distinguishes itself due to its majestic nature, due to its elevated nature and the profound monotheistic and sincere and pure message that this verse conveys not only to this Muslim Ummah but to the whole of humanity and know that this verse is the greatest verse in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this verse is known as Ayatul Kursi and Ubay ibn Ka'b a messenger, a companion of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who was also one of the Qurra of the Sahaba he was one of the reciters of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam قال, قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم He says يا أبا منذر He says Oh Abu Mundir And this is speaking to Ubay ibn Ka'b And he says أتدري أي آية من كتاب الله معك أعظم The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم He asks Ubay ibn Ka'b what is the greatest ayah with you? <coughs> so Ubay replies to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and this was the adab and this was the respect that the companions had for Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so he says Kultu. so he said Allahu wa rasuluhu a'lam he says that Allah and his messenger knows best so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he now asks Ubay again Ya Aba Mundir O Aba Mundir Atadiri ayyu ayatin min kitabillahi ma'ak a'zam he says O Aba Mundir what is the greatest verse of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with you Qala qultu so now Ubay replies to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he says Allahu la ilaha illa huwa al-hayyul qayyum So now he says to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the best ayah is ayatul kursi and then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam قال فضرب في صدري وقال So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he then struck me on my chest and he said Wallahi he said may knowledge be pleasant for you O Abu Mundir So here we can see the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's companion Ubay ibn Ka'b was asked a question and he was asked what is the best of ayat what is the best ayah in the Quran and he replied to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam that indeed the best ayah is ayatul kursi and walhamdulillah all of us all of us sitting here we are familiar with this verse 
known as Ayatul Kursi. And know, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, that the ulama of this ummah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on them. They have said that in this verse, Ayatul Kursi, known as the verse of the throne, that there is a conversions of the confirmation of At-Tawheed, of the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and its explanation, the mention of its proofs, the arguments, and the evidence in a way that is not found in any other verse. And indeed this verse, Ayatul Kursi, the verse of the throne, due to its greatness and its elevated status, it brings together the, confirm the affirmation of Tawheed and the explanation of its proofs in a manner that is not found in any other verse of the book of Allah And know, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that this verse, Ayatul Kursi, it has such a high status and it has such great virtue that the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he has taught us as an ummah to recite this verse, this verse of Ayatul Kursi in the mornings and in the evenings. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he has taught us to basically recite this verse eight times during the day. In the morning, in the evenings, and after every salah. After every far salah, one needs to recite this ayatul kursi. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Man qara ayatul kursi, that whosoever recites ayatul kursi fi dubri kulli salah, at the end of every salah, nothing but death will prevent him from entering Jannah. So the only thing between the slave that recites Ayatul Kursi after every Salah, the only thing between him and Jannah is death, nothing else. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those that we can implement this advice of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this brings me to the next point, and this is an extremely important point. And this is that it is easy for us as the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to recite the book of Allah. It is easy to recite Ayatul Kursi. But with reciting the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with reciting the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we also need to understand what we are reciting. And with understanding the book of Allah, we need to also implement what we have recited and what we have understood. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says to us, أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنِ أَمَّ عَلَىٰ قُلُوبٍ 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says do they not reflect on the Quran or are they locks upon their hearts Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنَ Do they not reflect on the book of Allah, on the Qur'an? وَلَوْ كَانَ مِنْ عِنْدِ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ لَوَجَدُوا فِي اخْتِلَافًا كَثِيرًا And had it not been, or had it been from anyone other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they would have certainly found it to have many inconsistencies. So ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pointing out to us and he's posing the question afala yatadabbaruna al-Qur'an do we just ponder over this book of Allah and this is something that we all need to look at do we just put on the recording do we just download our favorite reciter and then we just listen and alhamdulillah we feel good that we hear the book of Allah and then it just moves us a bit or do we actually take out the time and that we make an effort to learn what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is actually saying to me do I actually make this effort to understand the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is something that each and every one of us including myself that we need to ask ourselves I make time for everything else whether it's my job whether it's sports whether it's reading Facebook whether it's following WhatsApp messages and I can spend hours and hours on my phone and I can spend hours and hours of talking with this one and that one but what is my connection with the book of Allah what is my connection with understanding the book of Allah? And O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, know that this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as many of the salaf, of the pious predecessors, they have affirmed that this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Quran, that indeed this book of Allah it has raised nations and it has raised people but the same book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has destroyed and disgraced people and nations O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there are many points there are many points that one can derive from this one verse as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this verse of the throne of Ayatul Kursi Al-Hayyul Qayyum that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Hay He is the all-living and the opposite of living is dead but know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never die know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the all-living and this reminds me of a saying of Abu Bakr radiallahu an who was the first Khalifa after the death of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and after the demise and the death of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam we find that Medina, 
that we find that the companions, they are in a state of worry. They are in a state of shock. Why? Because now the Amir of the Muslim Ummah has passed away. Alameen, the mercy unto mankind has passed on. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he found that even the likes of Umar ibn Khattab, that he was so firm on this deen, that even Umar ibn Khattab, he couldn't fathom the death of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is the time, it is in a time of need, and it is in a time when the ummah is in need, that a true leader and a leader stands up. And this is, was in the form of Abu Bakr radiallahu an. And Abu Bakr radiallahu an, he takes onto the mimbah and he addresses the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Abu Bakr radiallahu an, he says, Man kana ya'budu Muhammad fa inna Muhammad qadamat. That whosoever worship Muhammad or thought that they can worship Muhammad, they know that Muhammad has passed on. And it wasn't that the companions, they worship Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But it's just to show that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has indeed passed away. But then he says, فَمَنْ كَانَ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّ اللَّهِ حَيٌّ لَا يَمُوتِ That indeed, whomsoever worships Allah azza wa jal, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the ever-living, and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never dies. And then another important point, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَا تَأْخُذُهُ سِنَةُ وَلَا نَوْمُ That neither does he sleep, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not sleep, nor does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala get overtaken by slumber. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, look at this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was standing amongst us and he said four things, that indeed Allah does not sleep and he does not befit Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to sleep. He raises the scales and he lowers it, the deeds, of the day are presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the night and the deeds of the night are presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the day. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, never for a moment should one think and should one feel that Allah azza wa jal is not aware of what we do. Sometimes we find in life something happens to me, something, someone does something to me, someone harms me, someone speaks ill of me, but never ever forget that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is fully aware of what happens. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, also he mentions in this verse, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says to us, مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يَشْفَعُ عِنْدَهُ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِهِ and who could possibly intercede with him without Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's permission? And know that shafa'ah is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he informs us, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَعْلَمُ مَا بَيْنَ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمَا خَلْفَهُمْ That he fully, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he fully knows what is 
ahead of them and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he knows what is behind them but no one can grasp any of the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he says to us in surah al-mulk Allah azza wa jal he says ala ya'lamu man khalaqa wa huwa al-latiful khabir that how could he not know his own creation for he alone is the most subtle and all aware O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the all wise and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the all knowledgeable and yes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he only gives us but a portion of knowledge and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wala yahituna وَلَا يُحِيطُونَ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنْ عِلْمِهِ إِلَّا بِمَاشَا That but no one can grasp any of his knowledge except what he wills and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He gives knowledge to whomsoever he wills and this we can see around us that some people, walhamdulillah, they have more knowledge Others have less knowledge. And this is from the fadl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But one's knowledge should never ever make one arrogant. And one's knowledge should never ever make one feel, oh, that I am proud, that I am better than him, that I am better than her, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me this degree, and I have a PhD, and I have a master's. No. And know my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam that the best of knowledge is this knowledge of Al-Islam. And the best of knowledge is this knowledge of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because it is this knowledge of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that makes one's journey to Jannah easy. And this is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informed us and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he told us and he taught us man salaka tariqan yaltamisu fihi ilman sahhala Allahu lahu tariqan ilal jannah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that whosoever treads a path of knowledge مَنْ سَلَكَ طَرِيقًا يَلْتَمِسُ فِيهِ عِلْمًا سَهَّلَ اللَّهُ That indeed Allah Azza wa Jal will make his path or her path to Jannah easy. And as we know, the path of Jannah is not an easy path. The path of Jannah is not an easy path to get there. And this is why the path of seeking knowledge is not a path of easiness as well. It takes struggles to come sit in a class at night. It struggles for you to wake up in the morning and go to madrasa, to go in the afternoon, to go to madrasa. But it is a sacrifice that each and every one of us needs to make. And then, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jal says, وَسِعَ كُرْسِيُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ And that the kursi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the seat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, encompasses the heavens and the earth. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, <coughs> He ends off, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْعَظِيمُ 
and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above his creation and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above the seven heavens and Allah azza wa jal is al-azim and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the greatest there is no greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not the kings of this world whether they were in the past whether they are present or whether they will be in the future no president no minister is greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and no O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala end of on this that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has names and attributes study these names and attributes of Allah azza wa jal and call unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ أَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ that when my slave calls out to him then know I am close to him أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he answers the call of the slaves so never ever think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not aware of the struggles that we are going through for indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we mentioned earlier is full away is al-hay he's the all living we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide and protect us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our shortcomings. Subhanakallahu wa bihamdika shadu wa la ilaha illa astawfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.